I'm going that way. Are you? Amen. Huh? Amen. If, if you're not going that way, I'm trying to figure out where you're going. Huh? It's only one other way. Direction. And surely you won't be sitting here singing about that, right? I'm hoping you're singing about going the right way. It's good to see you here at this service at 3 o'clock. We just hope and pray that things will continue to improve and get better Amen. as we move forward on from this Sunday on into the next year, if it's God's will and he say the same. Amen. This evening, we would like to take our focus over to Hebrews chapter 10, and I'm going to back up to verse 21, Hebrews 10 and 21, the Bible says, and having and high priests over the house of God. Let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance, <clears throat> I'm sorry, full assurance of faith. <coughs> Having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience mm -hmm. and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promise. Mm -hmm. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works. Heard that before? Mm -hmm. Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. Verse 22 says, let us draw near with a true heart. Let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance. Why not part assurance? Not, why not just some assurance? Because part and some won't get it done. We have to believe in God, folks. Hebrews 11 and 6 said, For without faith it is impossible Amen. to please God. Amen. Folks, Amen. without faith it is impossible. Amen. But he that cometh to God must first believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Amen. It says, we must draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith. Amen. In other words, we have to make up our we have to make up our mind. What's, which side of the fence are we going to play on? Amen. I can't serve a, a, a sincere, serious God, awesome God. With a sometime in spirit. Amen. Amen. I have to be convicted of what I believe in. Amen. We get up Monday through Friday, many of us, <coughs> and we go punch the clock. Why? Because we got faith to believe we're going to get a check. Amen. On payday. Uh -huh. Right. And because we believe there's a check coming on payday, we get up. Amen. 
and we go to work with full assurance. Right. Amen. Full assurance. Right. You ain't going to work talking about, well, they might pay me. That's right. Amen. Amen. How many of you gonna go to a job every day talking about they might pay me? No. We get up and we go to work with full assurance of expecting and believing we're going to get paid. Amen. How do you expect to please an awesome God Amen. whom you never found a fault with, who has proven himself from the beginning of time? How can you expect to come half-stepping with him and please him well, sometime in faith. That's right. Amen. Well, I believe in sometime and sometime I don't. Well, you know what? You may well just not believe at all. Amen. Because without faith, the word of God says, this is a Mary May talking. The word of God said, without faith, you cannot please him. Amen. It's impossible. Impossible simply meaning ain't no way. That's right. Ain't gonna happen. Don't waste your time. Amen. Let us draw near with the true heart and full assurance of faith. Having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience. How do we do that? We do that through obeying the gospel. We do that by adhering to what the word of God commands us to do. And fulfilling his commands. Amen. You know, in 1 Peter 3.21, the life figure word to baptism does also now save us. Not to put it away of the fifth of the flesh. Baptism is not, uh, it, it's not a routine you go through to come up in and take a bath. Right. Don't nobody throw no soap in the water. You don't wash your face and go down and wash your body and all of that and then talk about something. Well, I'm clean now. You might be on the outside. But the outside isn't what God is concerned about. The light figure wherein to baptism doth also now save us, not to put it away of the fifth of the flesh, but the answer of a good conscience. Toward who? God. Have I obeyed? Have I been obedient? Have I done what he has charged me to do? That's how I have a good conscience with God. I don't have to feel guilty. I don't have to keep being apologetic and always talking about, you know, sometimes even when we pray, we're full of more apologies than anything. Amen. Well, Lord, I know, I know I ain't been living the way I should like. God don't know. Amen. Do something about it. Stop being disobedient. Amen. Start being faithful. So when you go to God and pray, be bold about it. Know that he's going to answer. <laughs> Amen. For it says, let us hold fast. The profession of our faith without wavering. For he is faithful at promise. Mm -hmm. If I ask a question, if I went around the room and I asked, how has God ever failed you? Can anybody come up with one answer? Explaining or describing a way that God has failed you. And if you, if you have a response explaining 
how God has failed you. Praise the name. Praise the name. We know God hasn't failed any of us. Amen. We know he can't lie. We know his promises are true. We know he loves us because he gave his best for us. He chose us. We didn't choose him. Well, when you stop and look at this, let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. For he is faithful in that promise. God is always going to be faithful and true. We're weak. Why can't we just be steadfast? Why can't we just believe and walk by faith and believe God is going to do what he said he's going to do? Amen. If I don't have the faith to do that, I can't please God. Sometimes we allow other people's behavior to discourage us. But the Bible says, let us hold fast the profession of our faith, not somebody else's faith. Sometimes we as members, we get discouraged when we look at other members who are slowful, not caring, just rebellious. And sometimes we can get caught up in looking at people and we don't hold fast to our own profession. Amen. I'm saying this evening, hold fast to the truth. Hold fast. You know what God has done for you. You know what God has brought you through. You know what God has done for your family. You know what God has done for you in numerous situations. Amen. Hold fast to your profession of faith. Amen. Not somebody else's. Whether or not somebody else choose to obey and serve God, don't you allow that to waver your faith. Amen. Don't you allow that to steer you the wrong way. Amen. You make up your mind you're going to follow God regardless of what somebody else may do. Amen. That goes even for husband and wives. Amen. 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 When your spouse decides God's way is not their way, <coughs> you follow God. Amen. You serve God. You do what God says. When you close your eyes one day, you ain't going to be married anymore. Amen. You get to heaven, you ain't going to be married anymore. Amen. Don't allow someone else's slowfulness, lack of faith, or rebellious spirit to cause you to turn away and give up on God. Amen. The Bible said, let us hold fast. The profession of our faith without wavering. For he is faithful that promise. Let me tell you what I've learned in these 30 some years of preaching, folks. I don't even remember how long I've been preaching. <laughs> but I know it, it's, it's 30 something, maybe 34, 35. Maybe 36, I don't know. But let me tell you what I've learned about people. People will disappoint you. Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. People will disappoint you. Amen. You start, you start esteeming people. <coughs> you start holding people up. But you know what you come to find? And sometimes they don't mean to, but people will disappoint you. Because right. everybody got their own cross to bear. And sometimes we just have a tendency of wanting to esteem people higher than we ought to esteem them. Amen. When we should be lifting up the Lord. 
That's where we need to put our faith. That's where we need to put our trust. And then when you find out about somebody have done something or somebody get caught up in something, oh, you just ready to lead the church. How many years, and some of you know I'm telling the truth, how many times throughout your years of being in the church, you've heard people say, well, I left the church after so-and-so got caught doing this. Amen. Or this happened in the church and it just, it just rocked my faith so bad, I left. Amen. Well, your faith wasn't in the right place. Amen. If you allow what happened to somebody to call you to leave where your salvation is. I understand we're human. I understand it can hurt emotionally. But your faith is supposed to be in God, right. not in man. Amen. It may rock you. It may shake you. But it shouldn't cause you to leave. Amen. Hold fast. Hold fast to your profession. You know what? You enter into a covenant relationship with God when you went down into the watery grave of baptism. Amen. You, made, you made some promises. <coughs> you said, I trust you. Right. I believe in you. Amen. I believe you are the way, the truth, and the life. Amen. You said that you know there is no other way of living other than God. These are the things you agreed to going down into the water of grave of baptism because it was no longer about you. It was about trusting God. That's right. It was about believing in him and knowing he is going to provide and make a way. Amen. Amen. How many of us are living in accordance to that agreement now? Amen. How many of us are truly holding fast to our profession? Yeah. How many of us still believe Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life? Amen. How many of us believe that? Well, he is until something come up and I feel the need to take it into my own hand. And how many times have you taken it into taken it into your own hand and just mess it up worse. Amen. And who do you turn around and call on after messing it up? Amen. See, a lot of times we say, well, I recognize I messed up after I tried to work it out and it didn't work. No, you messed up when you decided to stop trusting. Amen. That's when you messed up. Because when you stop having faith, you stop pleasing God. Amen. When you stop having faith, when you give up and you decide God can't handle this anymore, God ain't moving fast enough, that's when you stop pleasing God. Now, when you stop pleasing God, what is left for you? Huh? What blessings do you, do you seek to gain by not pleasing God? What favor do you expect to receive by not pleasing God? Folks, what I'm saying to you, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to understand. Even 
the smallest child in here can understand, I need to trust God in order to please God. So without faith, it is impossible to please him. Well, if I don't have faith, what profession am I holding on to? What hope do I have if I don't have faith? What am I hoping for? What am I hoping in? Well, truly, I don't want to believe and hope in myself. What can I benefit and gain from believing in myself when the Bible warns me, don't lean to your own understanding? Isn't it amazing? Some of the most dangerous people we deal with every day is ourselves. Isn't that amazing? When we stop believing in God, you know what? We're just dead people walking. Amen. Amen. We ain't no good for God anymore. And the truth about it is, we pronounce a death sentence upon ourselves. Because apart from God, there is no life. There is no life. If Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, if I'm separated from Jesus, where life is there? I have no life. None that has any meaning to God. And if I have no life worth living that's meaningful to God, what is life? Folks, don't allow people to shake your faith. Don't allow people to talk bad about the church and cause you to sit and think about it and talk about it and, 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 and try to lead you away. Amen. Just because they want to serve the devil, you, you let them serve the devil. Amen. Amen. Heard a story the other day as I closed, and I said, man, that is one of the best stories I heard. <laughs> you know, often and many times we tell our young people, leave these folks, leave these boys alone out there in the world, leave these girls alone out there in the world. Mm -hmm. Story told of a young lady, she was a Christian and she became frustrated. She got tired of church folks telling her, don't be bothering no boys out there in the world. So she made up in her mind she was going to go out there and date and find out somebody out there in the world. She fell in love with this boy. And she came back to the church and told the preacher, I found somebody. What you think about? So the preacher told her, you need to stay in the church. She got upset. She said, well, I'm going to prove to you that I'm going to make this thing work. He said, you know what, young lady? You can marry. And you might have a good time for a little while. She said, he said, but somewhere down the road, you're going to have a problem with, it, with his dad. She said, oh, I met his parents. They're nice people. He said, you don't understand. Somewhere down the road, you're going to have a problem with his dad. Amen. Because see, God's supposed to be your father. Amen. 
And those who are separated from God, they are of their father, the devil. He says, somewhere down the road, you're going to meet his dad. And you're going to have trouble with his dad. She still didn't get it. That's the same thing we keep trying to tell folks today. You could go outside the church and mess with these worldly folks. They can whine you. They can dine you. They can make you feel good. They can spend money on you. Or they can even tell you some things you enjoy hearing. But one day, you got to meet their dad. And here's the thing about their dad. He don't love you. He hates you. He don't love God. He hates you because God loves you. Ain't no reasoning with their dad. Ain't no compromising with their dad. But you know, the problem is we listen to other people and we waver in our faith. Amen. We know the word of God is true. Right. We know it's true. But because we want to listen to other people other than God, we make the wrong decision. And one day, folks, like that preacher told that young girl, you're going to meet his dad. And his dad is going to clown on you. He's going to lie to you because he's been a liar from the beginning. He's going to seek to destroy you and maybe even kill you because that's his nature. He's going to encourage you some Sundays not to come to worship. Because he's going to say, you know what? How are you going to put that church before me? Well. One day, one day you're going to meet his dad. And for us, one day, and I pray that we'll get ourselves right so that on that day when we close our eyes, we will recognize and understand we serve the true Father. Amen. And not be called and cast into the lake of fire with the Father we thought we had no dealings with. Amen. Folks, don't allow folks to shake your faith. Hold fast. Hold fast. The Hebrew writer was telling Christians that You've been called out from idolatry and sin and all these other things. Look at what God has done for you. Look at the love God has shown toward you. You need to have a good conscience. You need to obey. You need to be firm in your faith. Don't be shaken. You know what? How do you do that? Hang around people who have the same mindset that you have. I hang around a bunch of drunks all the time. Right, man, ain't no guarantee I'm going to start drinking. Okay. Hang around long enough. Hang around folks who smoking all the time. Look, you ain't even got to start smoking. It's still going to kill you. And matter of fact, the secondhand smoke will probably kill you before the one who smoked. Well, that's not right. That's not fair. You should have been hanging around. I'm simply saying, hold fast to the truth. Amen. 
Hold fast to that which is right. Hold fast to that which is good. Prove all things. God loves us. God cares for us. And you know what? If you don't have faith, it's impossible to please Don't buy the lie that you got time. You don't know that. You don't know that. The truth be told, the only time you have is right now. Right now. I always quote that word. The day you hear his voice, harden not your heart. All you have is right now. Is your calling and election sure this evening? Huh? Preachers used to ask growing up, folks used to say, I, I just don't like it when pre preachers say that, ask that question. If you die right now, where you going? Folks say, well, I don't know, I just hope. Uh, 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 uh. Where you going? Where you going? Jim, do I have to guess? Nope. Cheryl, do I have to guess? Huh? Ari, do I have to guess? The Bible said, make your calling and election sure. sure. What does it mean, sure? It, it, it ain't talking about spraying up under your arm. Make your calling and election sure. You're knowledgeable. You're convinced. You know. And we can know. That's right. Amen. Because we know how we live. Amen. What happens today, folks? As exciting as it is to bring an old year to a close and get ready to venture into a new year. You know what? It can get dangerous. People drinking and driving more. People shooting guns. You know, people shooting up in the air. Bullets got to come down somewhere. You ain't got to be in the quote-unquote wrong place. At the wrong No! You all remember seven years ago, little boy sitting up in the <laughs> church building next to the mama bullet came through the ceiling, struck him in the head and killed him. You going to tell me he was in the wrong place at the wrong time? He was with his mom. How you know it ain't a bullet out there that's going to go up and come down on your head? Amen. Huh? How you know it's not a drunk driver out there that's going to lock headlights with you and run head on into you? Stop living life in fear. Make up your mind to serve God. When you make up your mind to serve God, you stop living in fear. You stop living a life talking about, I hope, I might. I hope the Lord remember me. Why shouldn't he? If you're a child, how you gonna forget you? If you're faithful, what kind of father would forget a faithful child? Stop talking this crazy stuff. I hope he remember me. Having your calling and election sure. Is that all right, church? All right. I've said enough, folks. 
Some of you turn off anyway. <laughs> but the truth is the truth. We need some Christians to move forward into the new year with conviction. Amen. With conviction, with right. substance. Amen. And the substance I'm talking about is faith. Amen. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. We need some Christians with some substance. Shoot up and drink up and pop up everything else. We need some substance. Faith. Stop making excuses. We need some Christians who are going to put God back at the center of their lives. And everything else has to be scheduled around God. Amen. And stop scheduling God around everything else you want to do. Amen. We need Amen. some Christians with some substance who understand I can't please God without faith. You're welcome to come on board today. You're welcome to rededicate your life today. You're welcome to make that decision today. So just in case, between now and tomorrow evening, if you choose to come out and celebrate with us to praise God, to welcome in a new year, I hope and pray you'll come out and be with the saints of God and not with the drunks of the devil. Amen. Amen. I know we ain't popping no fizz and doing all that other stuff. But today, you can make your calling and election shit. What's our song? 321. 321. Is our invitation song. Keep your eye on Jesus. Keep your faith in God. Stop allowing other people to dictate your service. Stop watching other folks and what they're not doing and discouraging you from not doing. You know what God has done for you. You know how good God has been to you. You know what he's brought you through. Praise God according to your profession, to your praise. And let other folk do what they want to do. But you make up your mind. You serve God. Because one day you're going you're gonna to meet him one-on-one. -on -one. You're going to have to give an account for the things you have done in your body. Whether they be good or evil. Even the secret things will be brought forth. And what you always talked about, my business, my personal business, you know what? It ain't going to be private anymore. Amen. All of it is going to be put out there. Amen. And you know what? On that day, everybody's going to know you for who you really are. That's right. Amen. Everybody's going to know who you are. Amen. Don't be nothing to hide. Because they all see you now. It's even watching you right now. Let us together stand and let us sing.